the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Glick. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Trace the Viking, and a whole lot of people here <laughs> at Millburgers. I'm glad you told me that, Milton. Yeah. I, was, I would have been nervous. <laughs> it's Trace. It's Trace. Yeah. Take your helmet off. I, I don't like that sword he's got there. We, we, we may have. Yeah. Whoa, that's a real sword. He's a trooper for carrying that around the whole time. Well, what's going on, Trace? Well, they nicknamed me Tracifer the Viking. Tracifer. Tracifer. Okay. So, uh, oh, it's a beautiful day. It's uh, what, mid-80s, I think. Perfect weather. We've got the the sausage cranking out. We've got the corn. Oh, that corn is good. Sweet corn. Uh, face painting. Mm-hmm. The balloon. Uh, b- the balloon bounce as well as the balloon... Uh, animals? There you go. Artists. Animals. Artists. It's a balloon That's artist. Balloon artist. Because she, uh, she really does incredible stuff. Virgin margaritas are going. Oh, That's cool. pretty good. Train. Roger's driving the train. Did you notice? I did notice. It's hard not to well, notice when Roger's He's got about another 30 minutes. Before <laughs> and, and we are doing our employee costume contest. Yeah. Where uh, if you come in and you vote, and it's today and tomorrow, if you come in and vote, you are eligible to win a $100 gift certificate. One person will get a will draw yeah, all just for from voting. the ballots. On Monday, and then that person will win a $100 gift certificate. Cool. Oh, it's a lot of fun today, and it is packed. So, uh, you we can do have three parking lots. Oh, yeah, parking's not an issue. You'll find some place yeah. to park, but just it is, it's it's nice that there's so many folks here today. Why are all these kids here? Oh, sorry. Say it again, Cal. Why are all these children here? <laughs> sorry. Well, this this holiday, I think, is built for the, the children. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're standing in line to get on the terror train. They are. Uh, trains, trains just. But, uh, but I don't hear Roger right. screaming, and that's a good thing. Oh, Did you talk on. to he's him? On the, he's on the train. Give hang him on. A couple seconds. Wait for uh, it. There he goes. Oh, okay. Ask and you shall receive. I yeah. thought maybe you'd talk to him. Or something. No, no, no. I would tell him to get louder. Actually. <laughs> so what is is that the? Uh, oh, the balloon person over there has yeah. got a nice line too. Oh, they're making some really nice uh, yeah. figures over there. Yeah, she leaves today at two, so I have to figure out how to get there Uh-oh. before she goes. Yeah, We're back tomorrow. So if you... okay, so maybe I can wait till tomorrow too. But yeah, we, it's all kinds of fun today. So come on out to Millburgers at 1604 on Bull Road and the commercial that I 
I produced before the show, I mentioned that it's fun for the whole family. And it's absolutely true because uh, moms and dads are taking pictures, watching the kids run through the maze and have a good time, or riding the kid with the kids on the, the terror train, and or you know just doing all kinds of fun stuff with the family. So it is a family-friendly, family-active uh, act- day here at Millburn. And so I've noticed a lot of grandparents bringing, oh, good. bringing in the grandkids. That's terrific. Yeah. Good. And some people brought their little doggies. Oh, so I will see a few little doggies. You can ride the train with your doggie? I guess so. I guess if you hold it. <laughs> <laughs> the the doggie may may be you run alongside, fra- I guess. Yeah. Yeah. The doggie may be afraid to get on the train. Yeah. With Roger yeah, yelling. Yeah. With Roger Anybody yelling. Anybody might be afraid to get on the train. Yeah. All right. So what else is going on, Trace? We got the, we we know about the spooktacular. We'll be talking about that all day. So uh, just just come on by and be a part of We're it. We're full on uh, on cool weather annual. So you know, shortly here it's going to be getting cold, and everybody's impatient. Some begonias and vincas and zinnias are either going to stop performing, uh, or they're going to uh, keel over. So. We've got plenty of color to uh, stocks. The socks are out stocks, there. Yes, uh, four-inch pots. I think there's a few quarts, and then those big, nice ten-inch pots that are uh, full bloom, very, very fragrant. You've even got pansies in. Uh, and first, on, first week for and pansies. And they're on sale. Yeah. I've been I've been seeing them at the producers, uh, commercial producers place, and uh, they're blooming pretty good. So yeah. you got some pansies. Definitely show-stopping when you look at the tables. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, especially, especially the cyclamen. I mean, that's just amazing. Oh man. Yeah, those cyclamen. Mm, mm, mm. But if you're looking for something, the odds mm-hmm. are we've got it. I was looking at Calvin. That had a good, good on the radio. Had a good price too, and ground covers. What? Is there cyclamen on sale already? No. No. You haven't mm-hmm. bought yet, have you? We're waiting for no. you to buy. <laughs> they wait for Calvin well, to make the big purchase. I'm still faced with that dilemma that a lot of gardeners are. We always are. wait till he buys. Yeah, and then we so, yeah. my, my Whopper begonias look so good, mm. and the zinnias look so good. Um, so I planted the snapdragons under the zinnias, and uh, I'm deciding. Last, uh, last week we talked about, and I think I will just probably cut the begonias back, mm-hmm. plant my cyclamen in there, and then, yeah, that'll so ex- work. Expect the some, some of the begonias at least will re. Oh yeah. Will refoliate. Like, like I said, this cooler weather is begonia. A good, good, good time to grow begonias, and they'll respond to that. And geranium, you got geranium. We do. Oh geraniums, yeah. Yes. Good selection on colors. Somebody came up and asked, "Is this? Can Did you, you say plant, Can you plant geranium now?" I said, "This is the best time to plant geranium." But they're very hard to find this time of year. So. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Did you mention the the, the uh, calendula are out there too? Calendulas? No. Yeah. We do have calendula. And how many how many kinds of snapdragons? Uh, two different height groups. Two or is just two right now? The, yeah, the, the medium the medium size and the small size. Oh, and then the the primula. Yep. Both both kinds of primula. Yeah, that's a real pretty pastel colors for uh, shaded situations. Oh, and the other thing you guys didn't mention, I don't think, spinach. We do have spinach in six packs. Spinach looks good. That new oh, crop that right? is out there, yeah. Oh, good. Okay. I got four more trays of spinach. Yeah. Spinach is, uh, you know, it's not like 
chard, you know, where it produces a huge amount of one plant. you got to have a serious supply of spinach to Everything's get ahead better of with spinach. Did I say that? Yes, you did. Okay. Is this is my is it my new hearing aids or <laughs> no? No, it's uh, we're 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 finding a happy level. You're you're very enthusiastic though. We appreciate that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find a level for you. You're 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 doing so great. So should I quit screaming? No, that's no, good now. No, there you go. That's perfect. All right. Hey, before you tell us about the uh, plant of the weekend, we got Glenn on the line, so we're going to get to him real quick, and then we'll let you decide which one it's going to be. All right. All right, Glenn's on the line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Glenn, welcome good. to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Happy spooktacular day. What's going on? Did you say Glenn? Yeah, did I get your name right? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, my hair's not too good. But i uh, got a question for Jerry. I'm uh, I'm Glenn. I'm the brother of Kenneth that he knows in Poteet. Oh, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you've done a lot for him over the years, and we appreciate it. And I'll tell you what, I've got one of your um, uh, navel oranges that I started from seed. You told me years ago that you plant uh, citrus tree, citrus uh, seeds, and they uh, they come out to be the same fruit. Right, and, right. Boy, I tell you, my, my, my pink uh, uh, grapefruit, but I'm especially proud of my... Um, my navel orange, but I got a problem, Jerry. Where where did uh, you get the seed from? From what fruit? Uh, you got it from a navel orange fruit, but where did you get well, the I navel got, orange? What the tree that you gave to Kenneth down in Poteet many years ago? Okay, okay, okay. That's what I was trying to say. There's a there's what Kenneth used to call a a Texas navel. It, it and, could be. Uh, and it, it, it it's it's supposed to be bigger and sweeter and all this kind of stuff. So I, I was I was asking if you had had the, the seed of the Texas navel. That is a good one, uh, and very hard. I don't think. Uh, well, we 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 never determined whether the navel that's on the market is as is what Kenneth used to refer to as a Texas navel or not. Yeah. But his yeah. his son is growing some that uh, from the cuttings that we made from Kenneth's tree. As a, as a Texas navel, the one that he used to call Texas navel. But anyway, go ahead. Okay. Well, one thing I discovered that any time you start something from seed, the tree looks like it's so big before it starts putting on any fruit. Right. And, um, it, you it grows vegetation. Uh, well, I tell you what, I, the trouble I'm having <clears throat> is uh, uh, that I look up at my tree or on the ground that something is picking holes. I don't know, it's pecking and eating one of them. Holes into these fruit about the size, you know, of a golf ball or bigger. And, right. And they, they eat all the insides out. And in some cases, they fall to the ground. And uh, I'm just wondering if that's rat getting in the tree. If it's, I don't see any birds getting in the tree. Do you have any idea? Now, now the, these... Are these peck marks on green fruit? I mean, uh, no. But you no. say you say they're already into the fruit. The, the this, whole fruit. Uh, this goes into the fruit, right? They're going into it and then clean it out and leave the hole there. Okay, that's uh, that's probably a sapsucker or a woodpecker. 
how how many are they doing? Are they doing a lot of them, or just? Uh... Yeah, I guess since they started, they started really before they started getting. They're not right yet, but uh, mm-hmm. they started when they were about three fourths of size, and they start falling off the tree with holes in them and half the guts eaten out of them. Yeah. That that sounds like a, a bird, a sapsucker, a woodpecker. Okay. Uh, I can't but, see uh, peck marks on them. Yeah, the, they they clean them out pretty good, unless okay. it's a. I, I imagine if it was a, a something like a raccoon or a possum, they'd they'd get the whole fruit rather than just yeah just yeah, cleaning I mean, the cleaning the inside out. Some of the. The fruit's right on the end of a small branch, so a possum couldn't possibly, or even a squirrel, or probably yeah. a rat, to get out the end of that little branch and then eat the guts out and leave the hole there. Yeah, could be a rat. Yeah, I got a trap out there. I don't. I'm yeah, go ahead, there. go ahead and put a trap out there and see if you can work it. Other, otherwise, look for those uh, those woodpeckers. Yeah, fly, they, they fly them. in. And, yeah, but you don't see any peg marks on there. I can't see any peg marks. One of the one of them is halfway eaten. It looked like it could be peg marked on the inside. Yeah, but, but I stand guard out there, and I <laughs> I don't see anything <laughs> flying in or out. You know, and I'm 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 about as good as a scarecrow. So, but it doesn't they don't come in. <laughs> Maybe it's a rat. <laughs> well, Jerry, yeah. I. I I appreciate what you've done for the family over the years, and you, well, you I have, I've, I've, I've learned more than uh, than I've taught. That's for sure. <laughs> I got good a to hear from you. Good to hear from I you. Got, I got a picture of you dressed in a strawberry costume that's about three foot across, and uh, I'll never forget that picture. And now, uh, now I've gained so much weight; it, it would uh, all I'd have to do is wear a red shirt. <laughs> to look like a strawberry. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we thank used to come out there for the strawberry festival. Thank you, Glenn. Thank you for calling. Glenn. You take Good care. Good to hear from you. All right. Thanks. 308-8867. 308-8867. So did you just, Trace, did you decide? Well, I let Jerry first? pick, and I, and I may actually regret this in the long run. But uh, we picked Mexican mint marigold. Okay. That's the plant uh, of the week. About 30 of them. And it's a, a wonderful fall blooming perennial. And deer won't touch it. Very unlikely. That's yep. why I picked. Well, they're 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 a top there? top butterfly plant too. They're just loaded with uh, yeah. It's a butterfly called border ch- uh, patch, and the ones that are the blooming, the ones that have been in the ground for a little while, are you know covered with blooms, and then they're covered with those butterflies. And it amazes me. They're they're only about as big as a quarter, but they're really aggressive. They're chasing off these but, bigger butterflies, and it's a, it's an amazing year for butterflies. And that that mint marigold is top. It's a wonderful it's, wonderful perennial. And it's it's yeah. people season foods with it. I mean, they uh, I've heard that. Yeah. They use it for seasoned food. I don't know. Do they look use the? It smells like licorice. Do they use that for anything? Uh, that's Seasoning. What, that's what I mean. I, yeah. I think they do. But it smells it's, good. It's, it's tough, and it's it's come back year after year. Definitely, and it's in our perennial selection, so it's actually on sale for uh, I think three eighty eight. Oh, oh, good. 
Good. It's another it's another another one of those plants that comes alive this time of the year and kind of changes the whole focal point of your garden, just like fall asters can grow it in a really. I don't think it's quite as drought tolerant as as uh, fall asters, but you know, with a little bit of water in the middle of summer. Yeah, it 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 pretty pretty dry at drought tolerant. Yeah, but it'll make and yeah, it's spectacular right now for sure. Yeah. So makes it Mexican mint marigold. That's the plant of the weekend. All right. So how do you want now? This is on sale. So do you or do you want to hold them or are we? Well, the price the first, price may be different. Come, first come, first serve. And, okay. And if they call, then we can pull them. All right. Cool. Well, thank you, sir. This is the first native plant that Lone Star Growers, which is now Color Spot Growers. Uh, tried to propagate in in volume. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, Max, wow. Maximum Mint Marigold. All right, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867. 308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up from Millburgers Landscape Nursery where the Halloween Spooktacular is going on. Oh, it is so full of folks here. It's having, We're having a great time. So come on by and visit with us at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. On 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. This weekend is Millburgers' annual Halloween Spooktacular, and there is something happening for everyone in the entire family. So come on out to Millburgers. Parents, kids, ride the terror train around the nursery and see all the somewhat scary sights. You can run through the maze and see if you can figure out how to get through. Jump on the moon bounce to your heart's delight. And Millburgers will even have balloon animals and face painting. It's all kinds of fun this weekend at Millburgers. By the way, Millburgers will even have food available. And the cost of the food is about a dollar. And that dollar will go right back to the San Antonio Food Bank. So come on over to Millburgers and have a whole lot of fun this weekend at Millburgers Spooktacular. For more information, go to millburgernursery.com or just come on out to 1604 and Bullverde Road. That's Millburgers Landscape Nursery. How do you choose a realtor? For most people, realtors are frequently selected based on what a buyer or seller believes an agent can do for them. In reality, your realtor is first and foremost an advisor who must be trustworthy because following your agent's guidance is the most important element in a successful real estate transaction. Experience matters. Real estate broker, realtor, and talk show host John Thurman brings trustworthiness and over 15 years' experience to your individual transaction. Look him up at heartoftexasrealty.com. That's John Thurman, heartoftexasrealty.com. The real estate market in San Antonio is seeing good times. Our city is growing. We're no longer the best-kept secret. Buying and selling a house in San Antonio is no longer a question of months, but now weeks and even days. Jim Glasgow, author and host of Towards Wealth Radio, here on 930 AM The Answer, says he knows another best-kept secret. There's more money on the table available for you. If you're in the market to buy a 
a brand new home, call professional realtor and real estate investor Jim Prasco and let him not only get you the best price, let him secure for you the extra $1,000, the extra $5,000, or even the extra $12,000 he can put back into your pocket that you didn't even know to ask for. Call Jim Glasgow at 210-413-7230 and let him share 30 years of real estate advice and seal the deal. 210-413-7230 for Jim Glasgow and TowardsWealth.com. 210-413-7230. Coin collectors. In 1986, President Ronald Reagan signed into law the American Gold Eagle $50 coin as a mint store of wealth. Today, the Westminster Mint has the 2016 $50 American Gold Eagle coin minted in one ounce of pure solid gold for $1,350. This beautiful $50 gold coin is the special 30th anniversary of the series and is certified in perfect mint state 70 condition by PCGS. Coins are graded on a 70-point scale with 70 being absolute perfection. These limited edition $50 American Gold Eagles are minted from one ounce of pure solid gold and are guaranteed for weight and purity by the U.S. government. If you want the American Eagle $50 gold coin at the absolute lowest price, call the Westminster Mint today at 800-301-3868. 800-301-3868. We also offer fast, insured delivery and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Call 800-301-3868. Proverbs 11.14 says, where there is no counsel, the people fall. Hi, I'm Edgar Baez from the Baez Law Firm. As a former nurse, I empathize with the injured. I am ready to serve you and fight for you. Because the rest of the verse says, but in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. From auto accidents to trucking accidents or company vehicle accidents, we won't collect unless we win your case. Let our family help you and yours. The Baez Law Firm. Auto Accident Attorneys. 210-979-9777. The Baez Law Firm. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867, toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. The corn is roasted, the sausage is already roasted and wrapped and happy, uh, we have the terror train going, the moon bounce. There's some folks right to our left taking a picture of their little baby with a pumpkin in it. Little baby pumpkin, little baby and a baby pumpkin. Uh, we've got all kinds of beautiful flowers Oops. in front. What happened? Oh, the pumpkin. Uh, go get that little baby. Hell, she dropped that pumpkin. Oh, Calvin. Calvin, can I let it go? Except let I'm let not go, sure. I think, I think when they're two months old, that doesn't do you any good to give them heck, does it? No, I don't think they yeah, So just, uh, just let the... Well, I just have to put up with it. Let the baby have its pumpkin. Oh, good. She's <laughs> they, they have that scar on them for yeah. years to come. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll be sought remember, out. Remember the guy that yelled at me when I was two yeah. years old? Yeah, and I'll be more in a pump- nursing home and some yeah. sneak in will be a, a murder mystery. <laughs> yeah. yeah, more pumpkin pie, Joey? No! No! Not that! <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. You see what happens? All right. <laughs> 308-8867 is our number. Bertha is on the line. Hey, Bertha, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Great. I have a couple of quick questions. <clears throat> My daughter lives out in Cibolo. She has a fig tree, and they put a fence around it, a high, not bar, but this fence, so the deer won't get to the tree. Right. There were possums. Crawled up the fence and they got into the fig tree. 
What can she do to hinder that? To, to keep possums from climbing a fence? Excuse me? You, you mean what should you do to keep the possums out? Correct. Is that what your question is? Correct. Correct. Okay. Uh, you, about the only thing to do is trap the possums and re- relocate them to somewhere else because they'll, they'll, they'll climb a fence. Oh, my. Okay. Well. I'm, I'm sorry. Okay, I have another question. I planted uh, an orange tree, and it was doing great. Uh, it was about three feet tall, maybe almost four. And then all of a sudden, I noted the last couple of months, the same area, Cibolo area, and all of a sudden the leaves turned yellow. And uh, about a month ago, I went ahead and I put citrus fruit steak for, you know, plant food. And okay, that that shouldn't do anything. The, the, okay. Now, now did, did the leaves turn yellow after you put the stakes down? No, prior to that, I thought maybe it, it, the, it, the oh, tree okay. maybe fertilizer or plant food. So now, when was it planted? Know. You said it was three feet tall. When was it planted? Excuse me. Uh, when was it planted? Yes, ma'am. Oh. Uh, well, I think it's been in the ground for over a year, but it was growing very slow because I started the orange tree from. Are you a... hearing something? Excuse me. Calvin's having a hard time hearing you. Um, the uh, you, you probably you probably did it did right by fertilizing it because it it ought to be a little bit bigger than that. However, the soil is not the best at Cibolo. It's, it's rocky out there. Very, very rocky, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, but uh, when it turned yellow, did it turn yellow all over the plant or just at the top? The leaves. It turned the the tree just turned yellow, um, just yellow. The whole tr- the whole tree. The whole tree, right? It's there's the branches are pliable. You know, they don't crack. They're not brittle, but they're the leaves are yellow. Okay, that that's a nitrogen or iron or both deficiency. And uh, uh, what what you need to do those, those stakes you use will help a little bit. But I would I would get a product called uh, Iron Plus. Iron Plus. Iron Plus. I R O N Iron Plus P L U S. All right. And, and uh, it's a granular. And it's good for green, and I imagine you've got a lot of yellow things out there in Cibolo, like grass and things like that. So it's good for greening up grass. And uh, if you put some uh, around that tree uh, quite a bit and and do it about every uh, three to four weeks, uh, it should green it up. Oh, great. I'm glad to hear that. I enjoy your show. Thank you so much. Oh, thank thank you for calling. Okay. You take care. You can get that at any nursery, by the way. All right, 308-8867, 308-8867, toll-free. It's 866-308-8867. A lot of uh, citrus questions today. You had a citrus question. Yeah, the question I had was it was a, a dual. It had our, our grackle damage, as we would expect, and then it was a lemon tree, and the, le- the lemons were... Kind of smaller, smaller than I would expect right now, 
because uh, some of my lemons are pretty big and are turning color. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing they had was a sooty mold that was just thick. Uh-oh. And then on the back was a granular uh, remnants of whatever the the aphids or whatever yeah. was was causing the sooty mold. Uh, but I didn't see that there was anything alive in it. So there, there well, it's always well, frustrating because there's not much you can do. But uh, yeah, one that's... thing that I thought would, that wouldn't hurt was a, just a, uh, a dilute soupy, soapy sole, solu, solution. solution. Yeah. Sometimes that, uh, then I, I, I said, well, how big how big's the tree? Because I thought maybe if she's ambitious, she could rub off some of the leaves. But it was too big. The tree was too big. Oh, okay. But uh, but if you got if you do have uh, aphids and you got fruit and and you're getting some sooty mold, uh, sometimes that soapy solution will will work okay because it'll uh, slow down those aphids and uh, doesn't do any damage to anything else, in the, including the beneficials. It'll shine the leaves, right? Yeah. Huh? It'll shine the leaves. Yeah, it help. help uh, otherwise, you just got to wait until that sooty mold is uh, disappears. And when it can take weeks. Right, but, but you can't, uh, can't do anything about the bird damage. Now, but the good news on the bird damage is that it's usually not very deep, um, so you can still use the fruit for recipes and so It's just not very appetizing looking. Yeah, is it full of lemons? Has it got a lot of lemons? Look to me like she did because they were they were yeah, pretty small. smaller. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. The broccoli is uh, a couple days away from being harvested. Really? In some garden. Wow. And uh, your tomatoes still? tomatoes, all of the, the only ones that I haven't harvested so far are red deuce, and they're they're close. Wasn't that planted later? Uh, Yeah, like a... A week of ten this? days, week, week of ten, ten days, days yeah. yeah. We got a weird experience with our um, lavaca. So it was growing, growing. It wasn't doing. It wasn't, you know, until it got cool. Nothing happened on mine. But and all of a sudden, like twenty-five percent of it turned brown. It had been watered. Everything. The the plant. Yeah, it was strange. There's still stuff on it. There's still. I still have a about golf ball size. Is that what you? Yeah. It's in a container, so I don't know if that was. But it was really odd. Yeah. So it was right about the time it started getting cool. So it was. Was there easy to say? And you hadn't harvested a lot of fruit or anything. I hadn't harvested any fruit. So because I, I kind of expect that from my uh, Roma surprise and my BHN 968, you get all that fruit you get harvested, and it's. Kind of the leaves kind of decline, and really, especially on the BHN 968, it doesn't go to the complete dieback. It's suddenly re-sprouting new leaves and go oh, ready okay. for another cycle. I don't know. Maybe the lavaca. I'll look and see uh, for that. And the. Uh, but it could be any. It could be other things too. The little 468, 968, right? 968. Yeah. The chair. That one's that one's doing great. Little clusters of uh, yeah. of tomatoes on it. It's, it's so tall. <laughs> Jeez, 
And it's a dwarf. <laughs> yeah, it's one of Jerry's dwarfs. It's, a yeah, it's only seven it's a, feet it's tall. It's a comparable dwarf. Ten. That's Ten a feet. that really is a very forgiving plant because you don't know what when you don't know what happened before I put it in a bigger pot. I can imagine. Oh, it was it would frighten you. <laughs> the uh, yeah, the I'm getting a lot of good reports on the flavor of Lavaca. Oh, good. Yeah, uh, I've had several people just out of the clear blue say that they like the flavor of the uh-huh. taste of Lavaca. Yeah, it's okay. I still don't rate it. I like the little more. Uh, Tart. Like there's more acid and more sugar in 968. Yeah. But Lavaca is definitely better. As the first few I ate seemed to me they were pretty bland, but it's as the weather has progressed, got cooler. It's uh, the fruit is better. It's and sweeter. It's, uh, it's sweeter, right? Yeah, it's and it's a little bigger. Yeah. Bigger fruit. I'm in the process of squeezing all those rotted tomatoes. Uh, David Rodriguez is uh, and his crew are uh, keeping me well supplied in uh, Surefire. Surefire fruit. is he? Yeah, I was wondering if uh, I needed it. That, that I have to uh, that I have to squeeze all the seeds. Oh, the seeds, yeah. The first couple of batches. David was real nice, and he picked the rotted ones as well as the good ones, mm-hmm. and he separated. He keep kept them separated. So obviously, the first bucket I picked up was rotted tomatoes, <laughs> and I told David, I said, I don't need no rotted tomatoes. I could. <laughs> it's hard enough to squeeze the, squeeze all the 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 other one, but. Uh, I thought it was. I thought his his spin on it last week was interesting. I don't know if you could hear him where because you were talking, and where he said, "Oh no, it makes it easier on you if I give you the rotted ones." Uh, easier to squeeze. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he the, thought he was doing you a favor. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. I'll do him a favor. <laughs> the the neat the neat thing about that surefire, uh, and and most of these, well, it's it's. Surefire was originally a processing tomato, so you cut it in half. You cut it in half like you're slicing it. You cut it in right through the middle and cut it in half. And uh, then you can, when you squeeze it on the end, the tomato comes out of those uh, those pockets. That I mean, the seed comes out of those pockets in the tomato. Mm. And then you can just, you can literally sling the seed out. I figured that out after mm. about ten thousand of these tomatoes. Oh. So is this is this what uh, horticulturists do when they get retired? Yeah, spend their time slinging tomato seeds. Seed, yeah. like the but seed. if we don't collect them, we won't have surefire next year. And we we've, we've already collected some uh, some uh, uh, Roma surprise. No, no, I, I'm sorry. We collected uh, Lavaca. Oh, that's, good. That's what, that's what I got to see. Though. Yeah, it'll be interesting to try it. Let's see. Did we get to try it in the spring? Or was it just the fall? Well, we've been just plant, planting those in the fall. Okay. But I, I don't think, it, I don't know if we had Lavaca in the spring. I can't remember. Calvin? But, what? Uh, <laughs> Do you remember if we had Lavaca in the fall, in the spring? No, we didn't have, we okay. didn't have it in the spring. I didn't think so. All right. Good thing yeah, Calvin's there. We, so added it to our list of fall tomatoes in our yeah. July planting date. So we're planning, and this this is what a lot of people don't understand is 
we're getting things ready for next year. I mean, we have to have the seed by by June of next year. And there, since there are no commercial seed sources, we don't save the seed, extract the seed, we won't be able to have this same participation that we had this year. You've had a couple of uh, negative reports on 444s. Have you heard any any other action on that? No. Uh, Phoenix or any of those? How about Valley Cat? Have you heard anything on that? Yeah, the, they like Valley Cat. Valley Cat's, the, Valley Cat's got big tomatoes. Yeah, I didn't I didn't uh, plant any Valley Cat, but uh, my tycoons and are, it's nematode resistant too. Yeah, Ty, my tycoons are really doing well. The cele- celebrities are. Looks like Red Deuce is going to do great. It's just a little yeah. s- slower. Yeah. Now, one thing we've seen on on, on tycoon uh, in several plantings is that uh, there's some virus. Dave Rodriguez got all upset, and he was thinking there might have been something wrong with the transplant. But uh, it's virus. And, uh, you know, tycoon has a pretty good virus-resistant package. But uh, like I told David, I said there's four or five viruses around that it's not resistant to. And it just so happened this year that uh, we're seeing some of those other viruses affect Tycoon. Uh, He he seen some at the Children's Garden, and uh, we've seen some at at How can you tell with all the stink bugs and leaf-footed bugs around? Well, that's true, too. Yeah. But uh, the the worms have been extremely bad this year. That's right. You talked about it, and... uh, uh, I was down south uh, this week, and uh, uh, they're saying they're having to spray all the time for for those cabbage loopers and and some of the worms. Uh, Curtis Curtis uh, Holman sent me a picture of a worm that was eating his, and I identified it as a cotton. They call it a cotton bowl worm, a uh, uh, cabbage cabbage worm. Uh, it's got a tomato fruit worm, but it's not a looper. Yeah. But uh, it, there, there's a lot of different larvae out, and I guess that corresponds to the abundance of butterflies. We yeah, and all, and all those little white and uh, yellow butterflies right. out there, I'm sure. And the checkers, there's a whole bunch of them that have that kind of similar-looking caterpillar, so take right. your choice. And then the cutworms, Jerry and I had a discussion, Milton, about the... Yeah, you got a good picture of a cutworm. Cutworms. And a, a, after uh, when he and I talked, I went out there, and I actually had cutworms climbing up. I had them in okra. <laughs> I had them in tomato plants, every, up up even feeding, and then the uh, chard. Yeah. So there they were... They were having a heyday in, in that garden. This, this well, was that year stuff's form. tender, you know. It's it's tender and it, 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 and the weather hungry. The weather had gotten cooler, so it was everything was just growing up a storm. Spinach, uh, spinach is pretty vulnerable to things when it's young. Oh like that. yeah, because it's little. It's short, short, low to the ground. Yeah, and relatively slow growing, so it doesn't doesn't 
You like a broccoli right. can sometimes outgrow things. Right, but. right. All right, 308-8867 is our number, so you can call in with your comments on this or call us with your gardening question at 308-8867. Did you have a question? You're wait- He's waiting for somebody. Oh, okay, oh, he's waiting okay. for Calvin. All right, 308-8867. Let's take a break. We'll be back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. This weekend is Millburgers' annual Halloween spooktacular, and there is something happening for everyone in the entire family. So come on out to Millburgers. Parents, kids, ride the terror train around the nursery and see all the somewhat scary sights. You can run through the maze and see if you can figure out how to get through. Jump on the moon bounce to your heart's delight. And Millburgers will even have balloon animals and face painting. It's all kinds of fun this weekend at Millburgers. By the way, Millburgers will even have food available. And the cost of the food is about a dollar. And that dollar will go right back to the San Antonio Food Bank. So come on over to Millburgers and have a whole lot of fun this weekend at Millburgers Spooktacular. For more information, go to millburgernursery.com or just come on out to 1604 and Boulevardy Road. That's Millburgers Landscape Nursery. You've heard about the amazing benefits of fish oil for heart health, memory, learning, and mood. However, it's important to know that not all fish oils are alike. A poor quality fish oil may contain contaminants and be rancid, leading to unpleasant aftertaste and burping. There's a brand you can rely on, just as medical doctors have for years. Nordic Natural Pure, award-winning and patent fruit-flavored omega-3 fish oil. All Nordic Natural fish oils meet strict European medical standards and are independently tested, documenting exceptional purity and freshness levels. You'll feel and taste Nordic Natural's difference. Nordic Natural Omega-3 fish oils come in a variety of natural fruit flavors, both in liquid and capsule form. Children enjoy the chewable strawberry capsules and will ask for more. And you can get these at Rhonda's Nature's Way, two locations. 624 Southwest Military and 8059 Callahan at the corner of I-10 West and Callahan. Peace through planning. It's a beautiful thing. We're talking with Charlie Weisinger of Weisinger Law Firm. And Charlie, 41% of baby boomers don't have a will in place. Charlie, your clients need to make sure their 20, 30-something-year-old children take advantage of your free consultation. Well, in my view, every person over the age of 18 needs a plan in place because as a legal adult, no one has any authority over them to handle their bank accounts or make medical decisions decisions unless they give someone that authority even when mom and dad are still paying the bills. And I can help put all those plans in place. People think, I don't have much. I don't own land and property. Uh, My will can wait. Actually, it's more important to have a plan in place because without a will, probate can be much more expensive and folks with smaller estates simply can't afford going through the probate process and property could be lost. So the answer is call attorney Charlie Weisinger of Weisinger Law Firm today and let Charlie help you achieve peace through planning. Charlie, what's your phone number? Phone number here in San Antonio is 210-308. 0800. For Weisinger Law Firm, WeisingerLawFirm.com. Hello, this is Esther Nell, owner of Spotted Sante. Did you know that according to WebMD, 75 to 90% of all doctor's visits are due to stress? And Spotted Sante is here to help you get on the pathway to good health. I've always wanted Spotted Sante to be a sanctuary for health, wellness, and blessing. In fact, Spotted Sante means the spa for good health. 
Our professionals really do care about you. We're going to help you relax, and we have treatments that help soothe everything from headaches, backaches, fibromyalgia, and many other ailments. Spa Desante truly is a place where stress and anxiety are relieved. Visit SpaDesante.com and personalize, purchase, and print your custom gift certificates 24-7 for your convenience. We have four locations to serve you, and we're open seven days a week. If you'd like more information, or if you'd like to speak to one of our knowledgeable staff, call us at 210-375-1110. Come to Spa Desante where you can start your healing and enjoy your life. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. We're live at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. And we're here every weekend uh, from noon to 2, Saturday, Saturday and uh, Sunday. But uh, today's a little different because... Uh, not only are we here, but we have uh, balloon uh, animal artistry. Uh, did you see the one that she did with the uh, Last Supper? I don't know if you saw that. That was beautiful. Quit it. All balloon animals. It was amazing. Uh, we have a face painter. We have a sausage. Uh, the sausage is great. We haven't had, we haven't tried the roasted corn for you yet, but we will. Uh, the proceeds from the sale of food go to the San Antonio Food Bank. Uh, so uh, it's a win-win situation. You get some great food and. Uh, the San Antonio Food Bank benefits, too. And let's see, what else is going on? Oh, the employees are dressed up in costume here at the nursery. You vote for them. You vote for your favorite one, and you're eligible just by voting uh, the, to uh, win a $100 gift certificate for Millburger. So lots of things going on today here at the nursery. Uh, and the, what, what do we decide the plant of the weekend is the mint marigold? Mint marigold, right there. Deer, why, deer won't touch it. Is that mainly why you liked it? Well, that and uh, the the licorice flavor, oh, okay. uh, odor of not odor, a fragrance, liquid fragrance, anise. Yeah, anise. Anise. Yeah. Anise. And the blue, the the thing. I think the most spectacular thing is that it's it's like fall asters, and it makes this mound just cover can be covered with blooms. It's the hottest part of the landscape. It really looks neat on kind of slopes towards the sun right and then and then now especially this year loaded just loaded with butterflies it's a favorite butterfly plant you said it's a, it's a native then huh i think so i think it is mexican met marigold i was tr- i was trying to p- pitch it to the a uh, guy out here <laughs> a guy out here for his, his interest in butterfly plants, and and uh, he was just interested in native plants. And uh, I think that's a native. Th- <laughs> uh oh, she's back. She had that grumpy look on her face. Oh, now she's got a smile at least. Here, there you go. You want to talk? Th- hey there, Dick. No, okay, okay. <laughs> All right. 308-8867, the number, 308-8867. And, of course, toll-free, it's 866. We want to interview? Yeah. Should we talk to Jackie She didn't want to talk to us on the air. Did you want to talk to us on the Homer air? Homer Luther Burbank. Is that where you are, at Homer Luther Burbank? Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> we just wanted to say hello and welcome you back. Okay, well, here, just say hello. Here, here, here. We'll just give it. 
There you go, Jackie. You got it. You're on. Hi there. Welcome. Hi, Milt. Where, How are you guys? Where have you been? We haven't seen you in a while. Well, you know, I, uh, I'm surprised that the three of you are, uh, still here. Very pleased to see y'all here today. Uh, wait a yeah, wait. that's great. Just like old times, oh, right? But you mean here on the porch, not just here on Earth. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you see, today was supposed to be the Rose Show. Oh. And unfortunately, it had to be canceled. Why? Uh, there weren't enough roses to warrant having a Rose Show. Oh, None no. were coming in from elsewhere. Chili thrips have been a problem, apparently. Huh. And, uh, yeah. We were in Pasadena last week for our South Central District Rose Show and Convention. Same thing happened there. A lot of roses didn't come in from Oklahoma. And, uh, yeah. Thankfully, Arkansas had roses. Or, yeah. Huh. So it's unfortunate. Y'all don't have that rose virus or whatever, the mosaic virus or whatever they have out there. Having in Dallas, do you? I hope not. Okay, well, you, you, you would know it if you had it. <laughs> yeah, no, I hope not. You would know it. So, yeah, so good. I'm so glad, and, you know, everything is so colorful out here, and, you know, the oh, yeah. train running and the pumpkin patch going, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's this great. Is, this it's is great. where it's happening today. Oh, great yeah. to be back, yeah. Thanks, good to yeah, see you. for a little while. So, All right. Yeah. Thanks so, for dropping by. Oh, well, I have some questions for you, though. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh. Good, 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 uh, good to see you all, and uh, keep up the good work. Okay. okay. Thanks uh-huh. for coming Take by. Nice. We, I tell you what, we're going to go visit with uh, on the phone with Todd over at Quality Organic Products. You want to ask Jerry now while we do that? Well, he's a, absolutely. We just wouldn't ask him on the air. So, okay, cool. Uh, well, it's actually about chili thrips and okay. et cetera. All so, right, you go do that, and we'll talk to Todd. Because I don't know it, yeah. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. And we're going to visit with Todd over there at Quality Organic Products. Hey there, Todd. Happy Halloween. Yeah, y'all too. How's it going? Yeah, it's going great today. It's really busy here. How's everything? It's a pretty day. I imagine y'all are busy too over at Quality. Yeah, very busy, very busy. Good, good. What are folks getting? Uh, soils, lots of soils. Oh, that's interesting. So they're building beds? I guess. Uh, filling in, I guess. There's okay. some mulches, soils, a little bit of everything, you know. Are you still having the mulch sale at Quality? Yes, sir. All right. Do you want to tell us what that is? Uh, it's 20% off on all of our mulches. Yeah, and that's the... So that's the uh, what was it the the cut once cut twice or double cut single yeah, cut I think is that black composted uh, it's uh, black dye red dye pecan uh, shell uh, fresh brine sheer mulch pretty much everything very cool how's the uh, other projects coming that you had going on there good good yeah we're uh, Getting ready for uh, our uh, kind of a research kind of uh, place where we're going to be doing all of our screening and uh, holding all of our materials. We're actually going to start working on that next week, first of the month. Very exciting, and and I need to come by and visit with you. I need to get some soil, so uh, I'll so just put yep. a little aside for me. Uh, I'm all trying right, to fill you. You, I see. I need to fill uh, about. Two inches, two to three inches tall, on a something that's about 
maybe six feet by uh, six by twelve, maybe. Is that like mm. half a yard? Yeah, that's you're going to have to get on the website and uh, look okay. Yeah, that's right. I that's forgot. That's what we got it for. Okay, so tell people what that what you mean by that. I forgot. That's a good idea. It just uh, measuring helps you walk through your steps and how much material you're going to need. Because there's a lot of people come in and go, mm, I think I'm going to need three yards, and they only need one. So it's a it's a step process we have on our website. It helps you calculate what you need exactly. And that's of course at qualityorganicproducts.com. And yeah, it is there where you can kind of type in. Uh, the size you got and uh, how deep you want it, and then it does the uh, the measuring for you. And then actually on um, Todd's uh, stuff, he's got prices on stuff, so you can figure out, okay, I need a yard or a couple yards. Uh, what's it going to cost? Like you can figure it out because uh, all right. the soils are on there. Hey, so what do you recommend for uh, folks that are doing um, are going to go ahead and say maybe build a bed? What's the what's the best Choices I mean, our like garden you can use. Um, you can put uh, a POP mix in there, our compost. There's quite a bit of stuff you can use. You know, all of our mixes, we've tested them and done it, and they you know, are what. So, there's not much for only when it had to be baked. Okay, you, we, we lost you there for a second. You're kind of breaking up, but we'll, uh, we'll kind of continue. So, Todd, uh, from... Uh, a gardening standpoint, what do you recommend folks do this uh, this time of year? What should they be out doing? Uh-oh. Yeah. I think Todd's got a cell phone. I think we're we're losing him there. Let's see. Todd, you still there? No, I think we lost him. All right. Well, we'll keep uh, – yeah, uh, they're telling me back at the station he got cut off. We'll see if we can't revisit with him tomorrow or uh, maybe later on in the show. Uh, but he's over there at Quality Organic Products at 1604 and Lookout Road um, and uh, just about a quarter mile outside of Loop 1604. And uh, you'll find all kinds of terrific products, really great stuff over there at Quality Organic Products, ranging from soils, compost, mulches, and the big old stones, too, uh, and some good ideas, people who have terrific knowledge of their quality organic products. All right. Our number, 308-8867, 308-8867, toll-free, 866-308-8867. Jackie's talking to, to Jerry. Can you hear what they're talking about? And, and we had to talk Jackie into talking to us, and now now she's talking and talking and talking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 308 Jerry may be never, never be back. I know. All right, they're gonna they're gonna see if they can uh, reach out to Todd again and uh, just tell him what happened. All right, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven the number to call. So Calvin, what's going on in your garden world? And uh, I'll well, tell you, uh, just a, just amazing. Uh, Nick, uh, of course, we talked about the the insects. There's lots of insect action because of all the um, wonderful weather we've had and the lush growth. The blooms are. The zinnias are still blooming up a storm. They'll be, they'll be good until uh, December. In the meantime, we, uh, it's also the best time to get our snapdragons and pansies 
Clanchula we talked about a little bit, and uh, stocks. Stocks are not neat for cut flowers because they have a, such a nice fragrance. And then there's our cyclamen over there, Milton. They're just unbelievable in terms of a, a blooming plant for cool weather and the shade. Deep shade. They can take deep shade. And if you got a kind of a special spot by the door where you want to, you know, put a few containers, they can be kind of uh, fancy containers. Or I like those red clay containers. And then plant some of these cyclamen. They'll bloom straight through until uh, uh, the end of April. And the colors are hard to believe. You need to come by and just look at those. There's a... Of course, red and white, pink, a lilac, a purple. Then there's some. All right, again, 308-8867 is our number. Doug, I, I don't want to go to you because we've only got about a couple minutes here, and so I'm going to ask you to kind of wait until uh, so we get through with our news break at the at the uh, beginning of the hour. I am going to tell you that uh, while we're having a great time here today, we'll be also having a great time next Saturday as we're over at the Divine Fall Festival and Avocado Showcase in Divine, Texas. The parade starts at 10 o'clock. You want to get there for that. And then all the music starts after that, the music and dancing with the They must parade. have forgotten to call us and tell us about being the parade marshals this year, huh? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure that was an oversight. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, they contacted you. They didn't. You sure they didn't uh, mention that? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll double check. Maybe before the end of the week. But lots of music and uh, lots of fun. So come on out and visit with us if you're looking for a uh, a great way to spend the afternoon again with family. All of it: food booths, arts and crafts, uh, garden clubs. I hope the library is there again. I missed the library there. Yeah, that was, that, one, was, that was wonderful. They, when they, have, had good, a they have a good book sale. Book sale. Yeah, great uh, stuff. And our friends at the Divine Garden Club who yeah. are, always have a, a fun display and Bill will plans be there for sale. And, Bill and they, have, what, they do a kind of a, it's a, bit, a bit like a plant exchange, I think. Uh, mm. um, I think you're right. Yeah, you get some real bargains. Yeah. With the stuff that they have in the, in the, uh, the community center you're talking about? Where we are? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but lots of fun, the carnival, the music, all kinds of uh, terrific activities. And you haven't mentioned the avocados. Yep. Lots of they'll be Bill will be selling those avocados, too. Or you can just uh, ask your questions. We'll have them on the air as well. But, all right, that's all coming up next uh, Saturday. So come out. We'll be there from noon to 2, so you can come out and visit with us, too. We're going to take a quick break, get you caught up with the news. So, Doug, hang on the line for us. I know it's going to be another couple minutes. We'll get to you right after this on Millburgers Gardening South Texas right here on 930 AM. This is The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch, and uh, we're here broadcasting live at the Big Spooktacular, roasted, uh, delicious uh, grilled sausage. You know the barbecued sausage. The uh, uh, roast, we haven't tried the roasted corn yet. We have to find somebody to. We have the tickets. We just need to find somebody to go get it for us. <laughs> um, 
I, I saw a mother trying to get their get their little little girl to eat eat some uh, sausage. Yeah. And the mother thought if she'd take a bite, then the little girl would see it and go ahead and take a bite too. So she took a bite. The little girl looked at that sausage and smelled it, and then wouldn't take a bite. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> so more for the mother, I guess. Yeah. What that? What's that little girl thinking? I don't know. Well, Were you able to help Jackie? No. Oh, okay. So she's she's talking. Is that why she's talking to Calvin? Yeah. All right. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is the number to call. Doug, call us right back now. We want to help you out, so give us a call right back. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Calvin got a nice article in today's paper. My essay page, uh, our section C and back of the sports section. And he's talking about different critters that are giving us trouble this uh, this uh, this year. Eating eating one th- eating some of the things. You got stink bugs and and worms, uh, and different types of worms in there, and tomato hornworms and those types of things like that. And like I said, the stink bugs. And uh, so uh, uh, he talks about controls for those things, but. Uh, I guess I guess the the worms are like we were talking about earlier are, are so thick and different kinds of worms that because of all the butterflies we're having, see those those worms we call are actually larvae of uh, of uh, butterflies. So uh, and and those larvae are hungry. They're hungry like hungry teenagers. So when the, when the butterfly deposits its egg, they hatch out and. Uh, Start eating whatever they're de- deposited on, so that's the cycle of life. But uh, the the good the good news is the cabbage looper butterfly and uh, some of the the cutworm butterfly and some of those other butterflies that they hatch into are not that attractive and not our our precious one like the monarch and the queens and and some of those many other butterfly types like that. But uh, we all we all last week, uh, uh, Calvin in his digging now said there's still time to plant wildflowers by seed in full sun, where the seed can make uh, contact with the soil. Plant them in group, groupings where they will bloom and drop seed to create a permanent naturalized bed. We uh, we we talked about. Uh, or uh, we we had, had my uh, volunteer group uh, planted some some uh, transplants this uh, Thursday, this last Thursday, and we got to plant the what transplants of the white next Thursday, and uh, so uh, and they they transplanted well. This this weather is nice for transplanting as long as you've got moisture in the soil. And uh, so we we well we prepared our beds and got them real moist and uh, and to put out some fertilizer and and you know, we we pre fertilize we uh, fertilized it uh, before we planted even though blue bonnets make their own fertilizer but they if you want a really good seed crop uh, you've got to keep them well fertilized. But uh, the transplants went in real easy after we got the beds prepared. We took a 
took a week to weed and and uh, wet and and prepare the bed, but uh, it pays off in the long run because uh, when you put the transplants in there, they by the next morning they were standing up looking like they'd never been transplanted. I, I haven't seen Trace to ask him, do we have tra- blue bonnet transplants here? Yeah, I saw Trace this- the Viking walking around somewhere. Oh, did you? Yeah. But uh, if we don't now, we will sooner or later. We had them. Yeah, we had. I think we had them. I just yeah. don't know if they sold out or not. But uh, uh, this is a good time to go from seed or transplant. I had a call uh, this last week. Also, somebody wanted to uh, grow some, grow their own blue bonnet transplant. Oh. And. Uh, they were going to take the seed and stick three or four seed in a pot. And I told them that, uh, that the, the, best, the best way to do it, he's retired. Mark Black is retired. Is he really retired? <laughs> I don't know. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll check and see. All right. Well, now wait. Okay, so we lost Jerry now. Anyway. Okay, so he was going to do his own blue bonnet transplant. Yeah, he's going to do it on to a blue bonnet transplant, and then we're going to stick stick some seed in a pot. And I said, if you want to grow your own blue bonnet transplants, okay, if you want to grow your own blue bonnet transplants, uh, get uh, get some get some uh, get some potting mix, moisten it. And grow a seedling flat of blue bonnets rather than oh because of course she she couldn't scarify them herself because of the acid treatment that was needed and so uh, I said put them in a seedling flat just barely sew them on top uh, press them press them down but don't don't cover them that much and uh, grow a seedling flat of them. And then pluck them out, and put uh, when when they get the first true leaves, uh, right after they come up, uh, they'll have big cotyledon leaves, what we call cotyledon leaves that look like bean, you know, look like part of the bean. And then then they'll have what we call the first true leaf, which is the little leaf that comes right out of the center. And uh, once you don't let them get too big, and then transplant them immediately, and just put one per pot, because uh, one one plant will, will fill up a pot of, of blue bond, and that that way you you avoid if you just stick some seed in there, uh, you're gonna get uh, uh, ger- uh, germination over a long period of time of the seed, and then uh, not all of them will germinate. Because you you have acid scarifier, but uh, so the best thing to do is a seedling flat and then pluck them out of there, and uh, or dig them out of there and then put them in the, put them in our in the container you want them to grow in. Now I told her uh, blue bonnet seed even if they're acid scarified, uh, she found some on a wild seed uh, uh, seed rack. So they're supposed to have been scarified, but uh, are treated in acid. So uh, 
or once, once, even once they've been scarified, they still don't come up all at the same time. So uh, what you want to do is, uh, is, is keep that seedling flat. In other words, when some come up, when they germinate, and they should germinate in seven to ten days at least, and uh, keep the, keep that flat for another month or two, because they'll come up over a period of time, and so you can keep plucking them out and putting them in pots uh, after the first ones that germinate. So anyway, that's the way to do blue bonnet transplants if you want to try to grow the transplants yourself. But like I said, uh, we usually have a pretty good supply of uh, of transplants over here. I th- I think they're so far they just got the uh, ladybird uh, Aurora blue. I think that's what they've planted. We haven't done any purples or or, or maroon red uh, that I know of. I don't know if any of those have been sold or not, uh, and are in, on the market. But anyway, um, that's the story on blue bonnets, and, and you still got plenty of time. Uh, I like to have I like to have all my blue bonnets up and planted and in place by Thanksgiving. But uh, that doesn't mean if you if you don't have them in place by Thanksgiving, they we have transplanted them as late as uh, January, and still got a pretty decent decent. Uh, we you we sell them at the rodeo. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's, right. that's mid February. That's yeah. February. And so, but remember, the longer longer you can get them in the ground, longer longer they have a uh, chance to develop that root system. The bigger the plant they're going to grow, and the more seed they're going to okay. have. So that's why we try to get ours in by uh, the, our seed crop in by uh, Thanksgiving. All right, 308-8867, the number to call, 308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Yeah? There's some mums, uh, some with the half-open blooms and then some with just the, the buds so that they'll have a longer blooming period. Uh, good good for if you got a party planned or I just want some fall decoration. Nothing beats garden mums. Every color you can think of. No, there's a lot of different colors here uh, at the nursery, from you know traditional fall colors to some bright reds and stuff. What is what is the? Are these the stocks in front of us that you keep? Not stocks, but the um, snapdragons. Snapdragons. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there those are the, the littler ones, and then the medium size. Yeah, and there are there are a lot of colors to those too. There's the uh, the purplish, the yellow, the kind of pinkish red oh yeah lots of colors uh reddish orange the, the the larger ones are snapdragons make really good cut flowers too oh well we um ginger is a bit fragrant uh and we so i cut some and put it in the house it i found out it's a little more fragrant in the house than it is <laughs> than it is outside was it, a, was it unpleasant no, it's just really strong. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's but it's a very very sweet smell. Oh yeah, that ginger. Is these sweet these stocks, uh, which is a pretty famous uh, cut flower and for fragrance, but it's got kind of a spicy, oh. a spicy fragrance. It's really pretty pleasant. 
and you can uh, smell it, even smell it in the garden. Are and then, stocks? of course, alyssum. Oh, good. But alyssum doesn't, yeah, alyssum doesn't make good cut flower. But uh, And you said the stocks you kind of grow in like a tomato cage is ideal? No, this, the oh. sna- those are the big snapdragons. Oh, I'm sorry. What I meant yeah, the big if you can get rockets, snapdragons. Um, they're the really big ones. They're a little top-heavy, though, and they're... And they're uh, wind will do some damage to them. So I like to plant about six rows so they reinforce each other. Or another great way to do it is in a container with just one of those aluminum tomato cages to uh, brace it. And then they get nice and nice and big, and you can cut the flowers, or the flowers are decorative on the, on the patio. So have you ever eaten a molested tomato, Matthew? I don't know what that means. <laughs> Ballistic? Molested. Is by molested. molested. Oh. It's in by, your article. Oh, molested by uh, stink bugs. Stink bugs, yeah. No. The stink bug action leaves scar tissue complete with discoloration of the skin. The fruit can still be eaten, but is not as appetizing as an unmolested fruit. Hmm. So those stink bugs, I never yeah. liked stink bugs, but I never like realized they were now. molesting the fruit. Yeah, I don't like them at all now. <laughs> Poor yeah. tomatoes. <laughs> and there's no, no, nobody that can help them. I mean, it's, no. you know. Those uh, leaf-footed bugs. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's kind of interesting. You know, every once in a while I have some people come to look at the garden, and, you you know, if you get, if they got, uh, leaf-footed bugs on the on the plants. You get near them, they all they Fly start flying, and, yeah. and everybody kind of jump. They're, ba- they're big and they're awkward, and they run into you, and uh, <laughs> everybody kind of and they're hard body nonchalant about it, but they're not sure what they just got attacked by. <laughs> yeah, they're hard. They're really really hard to control. Yeah, you said seven works best. That's what I've had the best luck with. Yeah, if somebody finds a better solution. No, they may know. For years, that's what's been used. A thiodan used to be used. Thiodan, yeah. But I, I don't think you can get thiodan anymore. It's tough. Yeah, unless you got it still sitting in, on your shelf. Yeah. But anyway, the stink bugs are molesting the fruit, and the worms are eating the eating holes in it. I thought uh, Neil's article. There's one there about the azaleas and. Uh, that were just kind of dying off, and he uh, yeah, I was surprised the, at that uh, response. To, 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 the one option was that after 40 years, the plants are just worn out. I've seen some pretty old azaleas. Yeah, that's uh, but well, things like uh, oh, Indian hawthorn, boxwood, anything people have been cutting on that yeah. sometimes they'll they'll get uh, old and. And uh, just kind of a short life, but of course uh, our azaleas rarely. Yeah, we our soil on our soil we don't have to worry about forty years. Yeah, more like four months. Yeah. Uh, and he had a question. Uh, Neil Sperry had a question about uh, uh, the twigs, the twig girdlers, cutting cutting off twigs off pecan trees and. They do mimosa and pecan and hackberry, I guess. I guess it'll do almost any tree. And uh, the the dead giveaway is when the branch looks like it's been cut off with pruning shears or 
a razor. Said it looks like they've been cut with a razor blade or pruning shears. Said how can I stop this? Well, and if you tell yeah. people that they don't, yeah, they show it to you, they don't believe it. <laughs> uh, sure, a beetle did that. Sure, yeah. <laughs> it's wonder they didn't get it. They don't get. They go around and around the stem. Uh, taking off, taking off a yeah. layer of wood, and that egg, that egg is in the stem, right? And then it falls, falls on off. the ground. Yeah. So the best yeah. control is to eliminate the uh, just fallen branches. Yeah, just pick up all the stems. And the problem with that is all of them don't fall. Oh yeah, some yeah hang you on. You know, some of some of them hang on, uh, and some of them will, will blow off, will fall off when we have a, a hard wind or something like that. But uh, they are an interesting thing. Uh, it says, for two months, my bougainvillea has been having holes, and then they fall off. Someone suggested army worms. I watched every day, but I've only found one worm rolled up in one leaf. Now, that's a leaf roller, when they roll up in the leaf. What would cause that kind of damage? And uh, Neil, Neil's at a loss. He said, need a real good photo. It said uh, grasshoppers and katydids are certainly possibilities. Earlier in the season, it could have been snails and slugs. And I'm sure I'm forgetting other candidates. But the one I would suspect first is the one that bothered my own bougainvilleas repeatedly has been one of the leaf cutter bees. But that uh, that that's such a distinct yeah cut. And the dam- the damage we're seeing that damage all over. Uh, town, and I had a lot of it, and oh, the mine was those little teeny, little teeny caterpillars. Oh, is that right? Yeah, they, you know, they almost look like loopers or uh-huh. or look like our caterpillar, our Sephora cap- caterpillar. Yeah, I think we identified it a couple of years ago, Jerry. That little one that was, uh, we had a similar. I don't know if it was last year or oh, the year before. Oh, bougainvilleas. Bougainvillea, yeah. Um, so we called it the bougainvillea yeah, uh, worm. Yeah. Uh, that's the, this yeah. leaf cutter thing that cuts perfectly circle circular holes yeah. out of the, the thing edges about it of was, the leaves. It was a, a messy feeding. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like the yeah. catap- uh, caterpillar and ragged edges and, uh, and see, a lot uh, a lot of the the excrement. Yeah, leaf a uh, leaf cutter is smooth cut. Yeah, yeah, no, they like, like you use a hole punch, clean paper and punch, precise paper punch. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. That's three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven, and toll free it's eight six six three zero eight. 8867. We're live here at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road, where the spooktacular is going on. Lots of fun, lots of great food, pumpkin patch pictures, moon bounce maze, terror train. Oh, man, there's lots of stuff going on today and tomorrow at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. We'll be back in a moment on 930 a.m. The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. This weekend is Millburgers' annual Halloween Spooktacular, and there is something happening for everyone in the entire family. So come on out to Millburgers. 
parents, kids, ride the terror train around the nursery and see all the somewhat scary sights. You can run through the maze and see if you can figure out how to get through. Jump on the moon bounce to your heart's delight. And Millburgers will even have balloon animals and face painting. It's all kinds of fun this weekend at Millburgers. By the way, Millburgers will even have food available. And the cost of the food is about a dollar. And that dollar will go right back to the San Antonio Food Bank. So come on over to Millburgers and have a whole lot of fun this weekend at Millburgers Spooktacular. For more information, go to millburgernursery.com or just come on out to 1604 and Bolverde Road. That's Millburgers Landscape Nursery. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 930 a.m. The Answer. The real estate market in San Antonio is seeing good times. Our city is growing. We're no longer the best-kept secret. Buying and selling a house in San Antonio is no longer a question of months, but now weeks and even days. Jim Glasgow, author and host of Towards Wealth Radio, here on 930 AM The Answer, says he knows another best-kept secret. There's more money on the table available for you. If you're in the market to buy a brand new home, call professional realtor and real estate investor Jim Glasgow and let him not only get you the best price, let him secure for you the extra $1,000, the extra $5,000, or even the extra $12,000 he can put back into your pocket that you didn't even know to ask for. Call Jim Glasgow at 210-413-7230 and let him share 30 years of real estate advice and seal the deal. 210-413-7230 for Jim Glasgow and TowardsWealth.com. 210-413-7230. Hi, this is Robert Jeffress, pastor of First Baptist Church Dallas and Bible teacher on the program Pathway to Victory. I want to encourage you to vote. Many of us are concerned about the direction of our country, but very few evangelical Christians actually vote. Remember, as John Jay said, God has given us the privilege of choosing our rulers. Use that privilege. Vote November 8th. It's time for the 56th Annual Divine Fall Festival and Avocado Showcase in Divine, Texas. Music, food, carnivals, parades, you name it. The Divine Fall Festival has something for the entire family. Saturday, November 5th in beautiful Divine, Texas. Get there early. The parade starts at 10 a.m. Followed by the Suhawi Dancers. Kick up your heels at the Free Street Dance with music from Matt Hawk, Elaine Garcia, the String Slingers, Zach Edwards, and finally Jeremy Richards. It wouldn't be the Divine Fall Festival and Avocado Showcase without great food, cooking contests, art and craft booths, avocado seed spitting contests, and the incredible carnival. Bring your gardening questions for Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Vince, and Millburgers Gardening South Texas broadcast live from noon to two in the community center. Make the trip and make memories at the Divine Fall Festival and Avocado Showcase, Saturday, November 5th in Divine, Texas, just about 30 miles south of downtown San Antonio on Interstate 35. For more information, go to the Divine Chamber of Commerce website at divinechamber.com. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. 
on 9:30 a.m. The answer 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867. Trace is up on the porch with us. Man, it is a busy day here, isn't it? Tracefer the Viking. Tracefer. All right, Tracefer so the Viking. So what no. kind of costumes have we seen? I've got cats, pirates. I'm not sure there's what a, Roger there's is. There's a queen of hearts. Roger's attempt at a scarecrow. Oh, okay. Okay. I guess I can kind of see it now. Uh, we got a chicken. Yeah, I like the chicken. The chicken was neat. Uh, that was good. I'm thinking Claudette, so we got a pirate. Yeah. And Tracer for the Viking. Now, are people going to be something different tomorrow or the same thing? or? Actually, I I think can, usually they do something different. I cannot answer that question. Okay. Usually they do something different. Claudette has so much pirate wear, she will definitely wear <laughs> some, <laughs> some <laughs> other <laughs> version of a pirate. Okay. But it's almost always a pirate. I'm thinking the chicken's just a little hot today, so she, she may not be chickening yeah. tomorrow. But, uh, all right, so let's see. Um, what should we talk about? What else is going on? Well, we got, we got the plant of the weekend. weekend yeah, you, weekend. Want to talk, you want to talk a little bit so more we about got that? We, we kind of molded over and picked uh, Mexican mint marigold. Uh, it's a wonderful perennial. Uh, as uh, Jerry mentioned earlier, it's a, it's a good deer-resistant plant, and it blooms this real nice yellow cluster of flowers, right? and uh, does it every fall. It's very, very reliable, and I think Jerry said you could cook with it. Yeah, it, it'll get it'll get to be a big bush. I mean, uh, I mean, we're looking at this one on a gallon here, but uh, it, it'll once it gets established, grows through a season. It it's a it's a fairly big bush. Um, so now these are on sale, so it's kind of first come first serve on this one. So uh, come on out here today or tomorrow, or uh, so while supplies last, you can get the Mexican mint marigold uh, here at Millburgers, the plant of the weekend. On sale for three eighty-eight. Three eighty-eight, yeah, it's a great price. Oh, you mean even the six ninety-nine? So it's a great plant for six ninety-nine, but it's even a better plant at three eighty-eight. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> hey, you want to help us talk to Art? There, we'll give sure. you Calvin's well, here, I'm awfully sweaty. Uh, that's okay. Art's on the line at 308-8867. Hey there, Art. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Trying to do good. The wife's out cutting the grass, so I'm sitting here having a beer, and I'm doing great. Your son's grandson's having a beer? No, I am. He is. Oh, he is. okay. Yeah. yeah, somebody's got to do it. Yeah. Uh, I have a Labaca tomato plant just doing gangbusters. So I, I'm going to save some seeds. I think I know how to do that. But when it comes, when should I start growing the tomato plants for next year? That's, a, uh, that's kind of a loaded question. Uh, <laughs> are you talking about from seed yourself or are you talking yeah, about yeah, buying yeah. transplants? No, no, no. Seed from myself. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, I think Jerry's probably the best one to answer this, but most of the most of the production people are starting to seed probably mid-January, so they got something reasonable to sell by mid-February. Right. Okay. All right. So you're well, out, you're out, you're out east, aren't you? Aren't you? I'm east? out in Floresville, Wilson County. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I I get get a Labac, one Labac plant. I've got over 70 tomatoes so far, and they're still coming. 
So wow, you I, like? Yeah, I, I assume wanna, you like that the flavor of it or the taste of it. Love it, love it. It's very good. Just you know, okay, good. Me, me personally, right I, me personally, I'd like to save you some headache and save you some transplants towards the end of February, early March. Uh, save you a lot of a lot of mental anguish. <laughs> Are you gonna well, have any Lavaca? Well, I hope so. I'm getting. We uh, can. I'm, I'm getting to look like uh, I don't know. So uh, I think that's more, <laughs> well, up, more up to Jerry than. Well, we're we're anybody. getting a, getting a lot of good feedback on the, the flavor of it and the production of it. So I get. I guess we can do it in the spring. You know, we we were mainly trying to get that first ripe Thanksgiving tomato and. Uh, no, and we started so early. I get and the weather was cooperated this year, so we've had our first uh, ripe uh, red ripe Halloween tomato. So uh, uh, I, I I I think Peterson would probably add it for next year, next spring. You're probably gonna get him a seed, though. I got the seed. All right. Yeah, I, we've saved the seed. But okay. Uh, so we should have transplants next spring. Well, Thanks, Art. Uh, so oh. I'll, go, I'll go ahead and try mine, uh, give it a heck, and make sure it works. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Art. You take care. Thanks for calling. All right, that'll free up a line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Trace, anything else we want to bring up before we, uh, we're doing all this, this again all tomorrow? Uh, t- today's mostly about the kids. And some, yeah. of, some of us haven't grown up yet. That's why I'm, <laughs> yes, why I'm dressed tell. up. But, uh, <laughs> I think it's great with the line of kids to do the face painting and the uh, the balloon figures. That the person's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and for the adults, there is corn and sausage and mm-hmm. the train. No, truly, think, the I whole family the, can enjoy the day out here. I think the adults love, like the train just as much as I the kids. I think they do too. Honestly, yeah, they're riding all side by side with the kids. But here, well, let's uh, we'll give Calvin back the headphones. Uh, <laughs> no, your headphones. I'll, I'll borrow them for back. You know, I was thinking coming over here. I said, and and being very impartial, you know, very impartial. But I was thinking, no, no other nursery in town comes close to having as much. Uh, Many festivities as 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 Mirburgers. As does. much fun. Go ahead yeah, and say it. Much fun. Most nurseries don't have this much fun for Halloween. No, it's no honestly. Uh, and Christmas, it'll be the same. Yeah. Lots of great fun and activities for Christmas and and people, singers. People and appreciate that, I think. That's why that's why y'all have so many new customers and uh, customers in general. But uh, I was thinking about coming over here. You know, most nurseries just. You know they go there for plants, but uh, you can you get a get some benefits out of coming here for for plants. It's an experience. It's an experience. There mm-hmm. you go. But uh, we appreciate y'all doing it. We appreciate. I, I know it. People people don't realize how much work and and finances go into to making making something like this happen. That's, that's true. It's certainly not. A profitable yeah yeah experience. but for the employees it's a labor of love I mean, yeah roger starts planning this what the november 1st <laughs> probably as soon as the hay gets here uh-huh. i'll see him hunched over a piece of paper trying to draw out his maze cool let's see and yeah. claudette thinks about this stuff year-round so that's funny I, I saw one little girl when i was walking up she was she was trying to be polite and speak to the the witch hanging in the tree 
<laughs> she was trying to be a polite little girl. And she was she was saying hi to the witch hanging in the tree. And her mother was standing over there looking like, uh, maybe we better go on. <laughs> but uh, it's it's well decorated. I, I, I won't say this year is the best because, uh, you know, uh, Char, Charles wasn't overseeing this this year, was he? He, 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 I'm sure he had inputs. Uh, he has input every day. <laughs> but uh, this, this is, it's, it seems like y'all got it down better. In other words, it's, it's running, it's running smooth this year. Everybody has their own responsibility in making it happen. Yeah, so. yeah, and and you've got, you've got uh, employees that's been here through several of them. He oh, says yeah. that every year. Uh, <laughs> No, he doesn't. He's not usually that cooperative. No, no, this is, I don't know what to say. I'm speechless. <laughs> All right, well, let's take a quick break and uh, get your calls right after this. Our number is 308-8867, 308-8867. Thanks, Trace. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. We'll take a break. We'll be back in a moment with more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas. You just Texas. want to eat your corn. That's what uh, you're taking not a break nothing. for. Well, thank you, Calvin, for getting the corn. Back in a moment on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. This weekend is Millburgers' annual Halloween spooktacular, and there is something happening for everyone in the entire family. So come on out to Millburgers. Parents, kids, ride the terror train around the nursery and see all the somewhat scary sights. You can run through the maze and see if you can figure out how to get through. Jump on the moon bounce to your heart's delight. And Millburgers will even have balloon animals and face painting. It's all kinds of fun this weekend at Millburgers. By the way, Millburgers will even have food available. And the cost of the food is about a dollar. And that dollar will go right back to the San Antonio Food Bank. So come on over to Millburgers and have a whole lot of fun this weekend at Millburgers spooktacular for more information go to millburgernursery.com or just come on out to 1604 and bullverde road that's millburgers landscape nursery the podcast page at 930amtheanswer.com has the local programs you might have missed the first time, like the Weston Martinez Show and God Family and Country Radio with Lance Hoppus. Local podcast on demand at 930amtheanswer.com. Start your Sunday morning with inspiration, motivation, education, and a whole lot of information, but never any manipulation. I'm Rick Hughes, host of The Floodline. Join me every Sunday morning at 630 here on 930am, The Answer. Are you or your child suffering from attention deficit disorder or hyperactivity issues? If so, it's not because of a drug deficiency. Now there's a natural way to address your lack of focus and concentration. Vox's Attend is a natural three-dimensional product designed to help children and adults alike. Attend helps improve attention and concentration. Before you resort to harsh drugs with potential side effects, Try Attend today. Thousands of people of all ages have benefited from the great results of Attend. Start enjoying the great feeling and staying focused and on task, allowing you to get the most out of your day. Ask for Attend at one of Rhonda's Nature's Way 2 locations, 624 Southwest Military in Shopper City Mall and 8059 Callahan at I-10 West and Callahan. We are so confident that you will see results with Attend. We are offering you the opportunity to try it risk 
risk-free. Remember, if you can't pay attention, you need attend. Larry Elder explains to those uninformed listeners how the world works. The idea was not only to spread coverage around, then it would ultimately bring the cost down, and instead, the premiums are skyrocketing. Oh. And so the question is, what happened? Uh, the, the cost is supposed to go down, and instead, the, the, the premiums are actually going up. There's no such thing as a free lunch. The Larry Elder Show, weekdays at 5, right before Jay Sekulow at 7 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. That's the number to call to be a part of the show. Calvin, during the break, um, didn't get to enjoy his corn yet because he was answering a question off the air for the, that woman. She brought a jar with a leaf in it that had been chewed up? or Yeah, and... and uh... It was damaged like we would expect from cabbage loopers on ornamental cabbage and kale, but she had captured these beetles. And then the thing about the beetles are that she's seen them everywhere, so so she thought it was the beetles. So so I thought this would be a case where, even though the damage sounds like loopers, this would be a case where probably seven would be the most effective treatment. Yeah, she said there were nothing but strings left up on the ornamental cabbage. Yeah, they're, sh- they're showing up everywhere, you know. And obviously, several hatches are going on, and the and new new beetles are being produced, and so. Yeah, did she have a? What was in the jar? Was it one of the beetles? That was uh, yeah. She had a little uh, ivy in there with uh, some of the beetles, okay. and I thought at first they were cucumber beetles because they're the same size, but they had a little different coloring. But they uh, looked like their damage was doing the same same as a cucumber beetle might do. Cucumber beetles, we see them a lot in the spring, and they uh, oh, attack really? buds and flowers and early fruits. All right, 308-8867, you found it for her? You were helping her? All right, Jerry was doing recon there for a, a plant for a woman. 308-8867, that's our number, 308-8867, and toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Greg is on the line. Hi, Greg, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Good, thank you. I have a question about blueberry plants. I've got, I just bought some, and I'm not, you know, at a different nursery, but I, I noticed that they have some brown spots on them, and I was wondering what kind of a fungicide... Should I use a fungicide on that, or no, is that normal? I think that's normal. Uh, where, where are you going to plant them now? Where are oh, you going to plant them? I'll You're probably, not going to plant them in the ground, are you? I'll probably dig out a lot of the ground and put it in norm, you know, the briper type of soil, a lot of beet moss or something like that in it. Is that a bad idea? Uh. Do what? <laughs> what? Hang on one second. We're 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 on the air, so yeah. that's okay. That's okay. It's right over there. It's right over there. What, what are, are we, we looking for? Firebush. 
fire. Oh, yeah, you just found that for someone else. All right, go ahead and, and give us your answer again on where you're going to plant it, uh, Greg. I was going to dig out a lot of the soil and put in some, try to make my own acidic soil. Is that Does that work or not? Uh, not really, because uh, over a period of time, it'll... It'll uh, it'll get it'll get alkaline. It'll get alkaline again. I mean, it'll yeah, it'll get yeah. Alkaline. Uh, the uh, the best way to grow blueberries is in containers. So so you can mix mix a mix a mixture of uh, of two thirds sphagnum peat and one third washed sand. And okay. uh, and grow them grow them in a, a whiskey barrel size container, <coughs> and okay. uh, that that'll work better for you. And but with that mix too, you got to make sure you really fertilize, right? Because there's no nutrients in the. Yeah, you you gonna gonna need to use a Osmocote slow release fertilizer, and oh. maybe and maybe water them with uh, mere acid. Mere acid, yeah, that's a nice soluble fertilizer. Soluble fertilizer. Do both to keep them to keep keep them growing well. Okay. And and then after you do all that, uh, uh, go on down to H E B and get you a, a pint of blueberries. Okay. <laughs> so most of the blueberry most of the blueberries you're gonna grow are gonna be for the birds. Yeah. Okay. okay. Hey. Thank you. Alrighty. Thanks, Greg. Did you want to come on the air? Yeah, come on. Grab yeah, the that'd mic. be interesting to a lot of yeah. folks. Look at look here, at he brought, look, he at brought that, the, look at that Calvin and see if that's a sap sucker. He brought here. Give it to Calvin there and then. Yeah. All right, here you go. Grab the mic and then let's talk about it a little bit more. Yeah, he had got go. a hollowed out fruit. Yeah. That's a sap sucker. Not a sap sucker. A uh, woodpecker. Uh, woodpecker. Or golden fruit wow. woodpecker. Yeah. yeah that's not don't crack, you don't that, you think that's what that is? I don't think that's crackle damage. I don't know. <laughs> is, this, is, this, uh, is this a big tree or is it? About 15, 18 feet. Where is this damage occurring? Up in the tree or close to the ground? Top, bottom, uh, inside. Do you, do you see woodpeckers? Never saw one unless they're night guys. Uh, no, they're big, and they're big and obvious. Yeah, no, I've not. There's some more in there, but they're about the same, I think. The way he described it on the radio, I told him it was a, it was, yeah, the, the, a rat the, or something. Well, one of them looks like it might be pecked, you know. Or it could be both. That's two. That one. That one. Yeah, it's so neat. Wow, yeah. It reminds me, Jerry, of the, the what the raccoons do to, to watermelons, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, if it was raccoons, uh, I don't think raccoons would do this to this kind of fruit, though. But no. uh, I was wondering about rat uh, rats or uh, squirrels or uh, he says possums. He says they're out on on a weak branch, right on the end of a little branch, right, or up inside. Whether and I don't see any claw marks or anything on the trunk. So you think, yeah. well, I don't know. Do you ever sneak out? Do you stay up past ten o'clock ever? Uh. <laughs> sure. Do you? I only do if the Spurs are playing. But um, you might you might just go out there with your flashlight in the night and the yeah, and see. But but it could it could be what Jerry Jerry and I are seeing a lot of places are those golden fronted woodpeckers. Yeah. 
and they are they really terrorize uh, the piece of fruit but but I've never seen them be this neat yeah you know and this this is this is like something that's got a they've been doing it since they were about that big you huh. know and leave nothing but the hull hmm. yeah see a, a mammal would probably not do the, that when they're that little I wouldn't think maybe it is maybe it is the the woodpeckers um, yeah, they, you would. The woodpeckers wouldn't be operating at night. I see a woodpecker every once in a while in my backyard, but it's uh, 20 yards from my uh-huh. tree, so I don't know. But I think you would see if I think you'd see these guys because when they are after my figs or peaches or uh, the uh, persimmon, Texas persimmon. I mean, it's like they're making a beeline, and they're big, and obviously mm-hmm. make a beeline right. And the, the tree is kind of alive. They're they're not, they're not shy. Is that no, what you're no, no, they they don't sneak around. <laughs> it it sure got me puzzled. I've never. Well, this, yeah, this is a pretty interesting. Uh, yeah, if I I got a sign on him says Jerry Parsons, and I think that's what's going on. Yeah, no, that would be repelling them. That looks like a navel. Yeah, that's it. That's one of my small ones. He's bragging now. So. Yeah, but, right. but it might it might be because they do they do the little bit of like this on a on the um, persimmon. Yeah, the big the big persimmon. I raised persimmons when I had my farm between Somerset and uh-huh. Iowa, and I never, I never had problems like yeah. that. He grew well, the Hoffman Dewberry. Uh, Right? Uh. You remember. I remember the Hoffman Dewberry. Every time I see you, when are you going to bring me a flat? Uh. I said, well, I bring them four times, but they get old by the time you show up. You know? try, that, try that Try that. night thing once and see if you can see if you can spot anything. Or, night, yeah. Yeah, and just kind of keep an eye on the during the day and see if those are okay. woodpeckers. Because it seems like you should be able the tree's still loaded with fruit, right? It's it's a better crop than I've had in the past, but I bet I've lost 50 so far. You oh know. wow! Uh, but they're yeah. still. I had one bigger than this, but I didn't want to bring it. I might lose it. You know. Yeah. My wife yeah. said we keeping that one. <laughs> cool. All right. Yeah, you should. Did, did, did you? That's some kind of varmint. Can we ask it on the air? Oh, did you want to ask it on the air? You should. Oh, not, not oh okay. Do you, do you mind? Will you let us know what you find? Okay, I, I will. And. Uh, Kenneth, you know, my late brother, he, right, away, they, right. he has thousand stories about you, and all of them very positive. He, oh, that's he, good. He, oh. Then he wakes up. Uh, yeah, I, I remember he, he taught me how to uh, judge strawberries. I used to judge the Poteet Strawberry Festival every year, and uh, he would... Uh, unbeknownst to me, they, of course, Kenneth was one of the major strawberry growers in the area. He, either he was growing them or he had people growing them for him. And uh, he would stand there within rifle shot, I guess, of uh, uh, of me judging. And I, 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 try, I tried to come up with some things that would blow his mind about judging. Like one, one year we had had the bears and they were so close, we actually weighed them. We actually weighed them, which had never been done. And uh, but Kenneth went along with it. He, you know, we were after uniformity, uh, but nobody had ever thought about weighing them before. So we weighed them and. Uh, 
and Ms. Vargas, was it Ms. Vargas that you won all the time? Yeah, uh, her name? I can't tell you. I don't know. Yeah. What what was going on at the time? Strawberry Festival. Oh, more than likely. Yeah, I think that was her. Yeah, he won a few, and uh, you didn't. Oh, have, yeah. <laughs> of course, uh, Salima Chavez is the one that probably won. That's, that's who I was trying to think of, yeah. not Vargas. Oh, yeah. Chavez. Yeah, and she... She worked for 40 years, she and her husband, with Kenneth. Oh, yeah. Half renters, you know. That's right. That's and right. she was perfect. She was great. And they worked hard to retire. They bought him a brick home in Poteet. Right. <laughs> she, she didn't last much longer. I met poor lady. She, yeah. Everybody loved her. Oh, yeah. She was a, she was a great, great, uh, she was a great uh, person, too. But uh, the... Uh, yeah, and, and I, I don't know if you've heard me talk about it, but uh, when we had the uh, South Texas Vegetable Day show, mm-hmm. uh, somebody somebody was claiming that uh, that this one family was winning all the grand champions. So they went back 25 years, and all the people all the uh, people that had won grand champions, and your brother Kenneth was had won more grand champions than anybody. I think maybe Salima might have. Beater after he retired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm going to share one thing with you that he says. I think I told uh, Jerry Parsons something that he didn't know. Oh, well, yeah. And something I, that well, I many told, times. You know, I, I told Kenneth. I had an uncle George Hoffman that used to be a golf course builder in San Antonio, uh-huh. South America, whatever. He told us how when you get a tree that won't grow, how to release it from bark bound. Actually, he told my cousin John Carroll of uh, uh, Lytle, and Lytle, he told me that you rip the bark from top to bottom, from roots up to the first branches, right. and watch it the next year, and that tree will take off. Wow. It can be bark bound for four or five years and not grow a foot. Huh. And the next year, I mean, you can see where that scar is for some time, but it, it outgrows that scar. And it's, wow. That's an interesting. It, it's very, very real. I've done yeah. a whole bunch of them out there on the farm, and yeah. it works every time. <laughs> Those old timers come up with some good stuff. Oh yeah, like building a bonfire on top of a rock, there you and go. it and it explodes, and then you can get the smaller rocks out with no problem. There you go. Don't need a bulldozer. <laughs> wow. All right, thanks for coming thanks by. For coming. Good you, you gonna let me eat this one? I'll eat it. I bet it's sweet right now. Is it? It, yeah, it's, it's, uh, that's one thing we were going to talk about is that uh, because of the hot weather, the, the citrus is not coloring up as fast as it yeah. usually does in October. And so, uh, but it's still ripe. It's still, it's, it, it, it'll get sweeter if you leave it on a tree, but it's still sweet enough to eat right now, even though it hasn't got an orange color. All right. 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. I'll remind you again, next Saturday we're going to be out at Divine for the Divine Fall Festival and Avocado Showcase. All the events start at 10 o'clock in Divine, which is just about 30 miles south of San Antonio on I-35. Bring the family for... Uh, for the street dance with lots of great music throughout the day from Matt Hawk and uh, Elaine Garcia, uh, the String Slingers, and how about uh, the Zach Edwards Band or the Jeremy Richards Band? All that is there that day. There's cooking contest, avocado seed spitting contests, arts and crafts. Good booths. Lord. Yeah, you got to be good at this. That avocado seed's big. I know. 
It's not like a watermelon. Uh, great food. That's new, isn't it? It might be. I'm trying to think. They I don't think I, I don't remember that, that from last I year. I don't recall that. Yeah. Did you want to be in the contest? No. Okay. I don't, I don't, um, no. Food booths, arts and crafts, all kinds of fun, and it's all in Divine, Texas. We're going to be there. We'll be there from noon to 2 doing the show, so you can come on by and visit us in the community center, at the community center, too. We'll have They have all kinds of... Uh, Sales going on, the garden clubs, and uh, all kinds of uh, fun rep- reptile displays usually, and a whole lot more. So uh, that's, uh, go to divinechamber.com to learn more, divinechamber.com. That's next Saturday, and uh, it's just a whole lot of fun in Divine, Texas, not too far. Of course, from San Antonio, just about 30 miles. So put the family in the car and go have some fun in Divine, Texas. Yeah. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308. Poor Calvin. 8867. He's every time he, he tries to walk somewhere, he's getting he's getting cornered. So, <laughs> well, that's good because there's so many people out here and everybody. Uh, he, he's gone over there now. Did, oh, did, can we do it on the air? Uh, sure. Okay, here's a mic. You're on the air. What's going on? Yeah, I bought some uh, flowering crab apple trees here at Millburgers. Bought three of them. Put them in uh, this summer. The leaves all fell off of. Uh, one of the trees, although I did a cut, and it looks like the wood is still green. When did the leaves fall off? Middle of summer. Middle of summer? Yeah. And it hadn't relieved? Nope. Mm. But the other two are, are still have leaves on them. It's the third, third, uh, second, second season for them, and uh, they haven't produced very many leaves either season. Hmm. Even the ones that have kept their leaves haven't yeah, produced they, they many new leaves. they've got a few blossoms and a few uh, very small uh, crab apples and... Yeah. And then just the one, the leaves fell off. Okay. I don't, I, I don't hold out much hope for the ones that the leaves fell off. Even, even though the the stem is still green. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, but uh, let, let's wait and see next yeah. spring yeah. We'll if it relays. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks. Okay. Right. Thanks for calling for coming by. Thanks for being on the air. All right. 308-8867. But there's uh, just a little bit of time left, about four minutes, sir, to, to be a part of the show. 308-8867. It's the last call for digging and dividing spring blooming perennials. Remember, oh. remember that if they bloom in the spring, you divide them in the fall. And so uh, you want to go ahead and uh, and do that uh, now. Iris is one that comes to mind. Day lilies are good. Day lily, yeah, that's another one. To see what we've got, but uh, you have to choose uh, daffodils and narcissus that have been have a chance of naturalizing, blooming in successive years. And the ones that uh, have a chance of naturalizing is Carlton, Ice Follies, Geranium, geranium one called Geranium, like the flower Geranium, Cheerfulness, Golden Cheerfulness, and other smaller yeah. flowering types. Qua- I think Quail is one that we got the, that re-naturalized re- okay. here, yeah. yeah. And Trevelyan is one that traditionally they nat- They've used as a naturalized. Yeah, it's small in, bloom. It's in Bill Welch's book. Yeah, he's yeah. got a list. Uh, if you want to try your tulips and uh, Dutch hyacinths, uh, you buy them immediately and place them in the refrigerator, 
45 degrees Fahrenheit for at least 45 days to give them artificial chilling. Throughout all that food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't want the, that food getting in the way of your, uh, garden, <laughs> your gardening. Well, we had, used to have the pre-chilled bulbs here. That seemed to, to work for the tulips. Well, I'd still go ahead and, and do the 45. Oh, no, 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 no. I just meant we've seen it work. Yeah, yeah. I was reviewing a, an article from like seven years ago when we were big on the, the tulips. Mm-hmm. But now I, I think about all the work you have to go through for two weeks of bloom. Oh, you know, and, it, They're and sure if, the, pretty, if though. it's windy or if it's warm. Yeah, you kind of. All right, well, listen, we are just about out of time here, but I want to remind you tomorrow all this goes on the same time. We're going to have, let's see, the uh, face, the sausage will be here <laughs> from 11 to 3 tomorrow. Uh, the costume contest will be going on. We've got the balloon painting from 11 to 3, or the balloon artist and the face painting. Uh, so uh, the roasted corn tomorrow from 11 to 3 as well. So uh, come on out and uh, and join us for the fun tomorrow at Mill Burgers as well. There's lots of people today. Bring the camera, bring the kids, and uh, just have a wonderful time at Mill Burgers Landscape Nursery here at 1604 on Road. On behalf of the docs, thanks to Roy for doing a great job getting the calls on the air and making it sound so good. And thanks to you for listening. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.